trigger warning for this is a very fucked up episode because these moms are very fucked up. So there is um, death of children. Child abuse. The West Valley special, which is meth. People from Idaho. Except for unidentified flying Angela. She's cool. <laughs> Her family's cool. But yes, um, violence, horrible things done to children and teenagers. Like, just terrible mom shit. Stuff you never want. Um, boxes in a garage, like too many boxes. Ignorance of a smell. That's also there. Yeah, so trigger warnings. You may skip this episode or skip to the silver fox in the playlist because, you know, that's fun. turning 29 again for how many years now it's gonna be a long time it's been 11 so far 11 11 years of 29 yes 11 years of 29 marcy here or identity crisis because i'm an old woman who murders people and likes to party also Mary's birthday was yesterday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Mary! Happy birthday, Mary! Yay! Mary Postmortem is also a birthday girl. Happy birthday! <laughs> happy birthday! I could keep going. Happy but... birthday! Happy to birthday. both of you, both of my co-hosts. <laughs> yes, you are welcome I for f- being alive. I find it hilarious. You guys have a birthday a day apart. I know we're <laughs> stubborn Taurus. It's accurate. That is literally the only thing I know about my sign. So I'll leave that to Mary. Stubborn, stubbornness for sure. Yeah, I don't know about anything else. I don't either, but... Except that we're really, really good looking. (laughs) (laughs) That probably plays into it. Yeah, definitely. I'm a Gemini Cancer cusp. Oh, I don't know what that means. I'm the worst of both worlds. I didn't know what that means. I'm overly stubborn. Oh. And apparently I'm supposed to be very flirty, but I'm sucky at flirting, so... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've ever seen you flirt. Because I don't. My flirting is looking away. <laughs> yes. I've been told that I flirt with anybody and everybody. I can see that. Hey, it's not <laughs> friendliness. I think it's friendliness. I think it's friendliness, but it's so friendly, it's flirty. Yeah? Yeah. I do touch people. <laughs> I mean, like, on their dinner. arm. On their arm. <laughs> Quote, unquote, arm. Or leg. Or Poor leg, their third leg. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> happy ending's all about. No, I. For your happy ending, please message us at eight hundred one horror cult. What I re- happy <laughs> What I really meant was that I touch people doing hair, doing their hair. 
where hair? <laughs> down their hair? Not down their hair. <laughs> Only the hair that we're all aware of <laughs> on the head. Butt hair? Nope. None of that. No, thank you. <laughs> you can wax your name in people's butt hair. Or their back hair. Or their yeah. chest hair. Back hair, I feel you'd have more space. Like, more canvas to work with. Yeah, I let my nephew um, clipper his name in his leg hair once. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in your back hair. I cleaned I like, it out. Or, yeah, I let him carve his name in my back hair. <laughs> it's like shag carpet central back there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what are we talking about today, well, birthday girl? Listen, for a birthday miracle and a Mother's Day celebration we're going to talk about murderous mothers wonderful moms wonderful caring mothers you know i'm gonna take that back because they're, they're not, not at all nope. so so wow. what i'm going to bring to you is an update on the infamous case that i am so obsessed with, but the Lori Vallow Daybell case. Oh, I was going to guess Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh my gosh, that was last year this time. <laughs> I know. I, in fact, I was laughing because last year on my birthday, my chosen activity was to watch the trial. <laughs> and I did. And it was glorious. It, and I'm very disappointed that you cannot watch the Lori Vallow Daybell case on anything. Well, you can you... listen. <laughs> At least you can listen. Yeah. But it just isn't the same. I need to see her face, her expressions, her nonsense. Does she have many expressions? Apparently. She's laughing with her attorneys. She's <laughs> trying to flirt with Chad from across the room. No, Chad's not there. They severed the cases. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they, they severed Chad and Lori's cases and they also took the death penalty off the table for Lori. So she'd show where the bodies are? No, she never has turned, but... What the so, fuck? Then how did that get taken off the table? Well, Ugh. here's what happened. So the, the she never waived her right to the... Um, to, like, waived her right to a speedy trial. Uh-huh. She never waived that. So because of that... They have like six months from the hearing to then do the trial. But she was deemed incompetent for a time and all these different things. But basically, they had until February. And if they did not do the, the trial in February or in April, then the case would have to be dismissed because she didn't receive her right to a speedy trial. Aww. So that's first. Second, the prosecution supposedly found dna in the 11th hour of course and so because they needed to test the dna and they wouldn't leave time for the defense to test the dna that basically made it so they had to change it to just life in prison did they do that on purpose so it would just be life in prison Part of me wonders, because I do know that Rob Wood, the prosecutor, uh, I think he's the county prosecutor, or the state prosecutor, but he, in the, a conversation he had with Summer Shiflett, which is Lori's sister, 
he said in that that he didn't want to bring the death penalty because it is so hard on the families for years and years to come. Um, they murdered those children. Yeah. How is the death penalty any harder? I know. I mean, yeah, it could be a long trial, but so they murdered people. Yeah. Oh, they I mean, murdered they a murdered lot of people. Zombies. Yeah. What? Right. So, <laughs> because God said so. So we've learned more about their process in the whole zombie thing. Oh no. So Zulema, which is she also was a follower of this cult and married Alex, Lori's brother. So she wrote in her journal, which they made her testify to in the trial, but she wrote in her journal notes and diagrams of what Lori and Chad were teaching her. So <laughs> Ooh, there's it, a breakdown. Right. So <laughs> one of the things was that people have when they die, they have two minutes for where their body is vulnerable to evil spirits, which then <laughs> makes them zombies. Why two minutes? I'm not real sure, but apparently that's Chad's teaching. Chad? Chad Daybell. Why, Why two, two minutes? minutes? Right? If anyone knows or can get in contact with Chad Daybell, I need to know. Why two minutes? Right? Why am I going high when I say it? I'm I'm channeling my inner dentist when I say yes, that. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So here's the thing that is so very bizarre. So they said that if the only way to keep another evil spirit from entering the body of said zombie, they have to either bind the person or they need to be burned. Okay? So, JJ was bound in duct tape pretty much from head to toe. The cause of death was revealed that they smothered him by plastic bag. So asphyxiation by plastic bag. They also put duct tape from his, like, his forehead to below his mouth. And there, this is so incredibly heartbreaking, but there were scratch marks. He had even, like, hemorrhaged fingernails trying to get the bag off his head. Oh, my God. And there, there were also bruises from being held down. And those were... Uh, I'm wondering if they were caused by Chad beforehand. Because the other thing we learned was that Chad was the disciplinarian of JJ before when she moved up there and before they killed him. Chad's not even his dad. Oh, yeah. So, if JJ was acting out i say that in quotations acting out chad would take him into another room and they and melanie gibb testified that she would see bruises on jj and that there was a scratch on chad's neck that he claimed was from jj but like that just sounds like defensive wounds to me yep and so that's something that we learned. We also, Tylee's body was burned. That was the other way they said. And Tylee's body was so absolutely just torn to pieces. I do not understand how a mother, an uncle, anyone could do this. Mm-hmm. They have uh, several different markings on the bones from chopping motions. Oof. 
So they have knives. They have serrated knives, cleavers, pickaxe. Oh, that's awful. And just over and over and over. And she was burned over a course of time. And they found all of, a bunch of her internal, internal organs in a green bucket that was partially melted. So it's like they gutted her. It couldn't even melt. Mm-mm. I mean, it's good because then there's more evidence. Yeah. But they said that they could not determine exactly what caused her death, but... Did they take out her organs to make sure she wouldn't come back even though she's a zombie? I don't understand. Or is that they, just but to dispose of According body? to Zulema, I think it was just... I, I think that Chad hated her. Chad hates everyone. Clearly, you've heard his work. It's awful. Yeah. He's jealous of the world and insecure. Yeah. But very passionate towards that crazy Mm -hmm. woman. Yeah, it's just so alarming that that he's, like, got away with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that people believed him. So another thing that came about was this friend, Audrey, that Chad had made friends with her before and had told her that they were married in a different life but then when he (laughs) met Lori and became infatuated with her he told this audrey to become friends with Lori. so she became friends freeway oh (laughs) right Um, i think that he was headed towards polygamy i do well yeah i think that uh, he kept getting all these women to divorce their husbands. How? He's not even good looking. No, he's, he's not a even freaking talented. grub. He's a scrub. He's beyond a scrub. He is. <laughs> he's an amoeba on rats. I like, like he, amoebas. <laughs> he's he, like below them. Yeah. He is the scum yeah. of the earth. And so I don't understand how he got these women to believe him. All right. Charismatic cult leader, I suppose. Yeah. And vulnerable women. Yeah. And it did seem like this Audrey gal still does believe some of what Chad has said. So she... Girl! Yeah. So she claims that she was trying to befriend Melanie, which is Lori's niece, Melanie Boudreaux slash Pulaski. She was trying to befriend her because she was going through a hard time and Lori asked her to. And supposedly Chad asked Audrey to be friends with Lori. And so they, so this Audrey girl goes with Lori and Melanie to several different places like Missouri, Hawaii, uh, Utah, all of that. And for different, um, they went to church, like LDS church sites in Missouri. And they, um, they've just like gone to different places that, that they believe are connected to this cult and the end of days. Mm-hmm. So when the zombie things came about, this Audrey was really concerned. She didn't like what she was hearing. She, she claims <laughs> that that came from Lori, but everyone else says it came from chat. So she claims it comes from Lori. What if Lori and, put the word into his ears? Yeah. And then it came from his mouth officially. Maybe. I mean, yeah. The whole goal in this whole thing <laughs> is it's 
what the prosecution said in their opening statements was it's about power, money, and sex. And that is exactly what it is. And yeah. that they are proving it 50 times over. So they have found Lori's DNA on the tape around JJ's body. Good job, Lori. Yeah. But here's the dilemma with that. Is that she could claim, why well, must mother, of course my hair is going to be on him. But it it was on the tape on the outside. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Yeah. It was on the outside. It was on the outside on the plastic bag tape. So, and Alex's fingerprints and palm print oh. were on the tape and the bag. And he's dead now. Uh-huh. So he can't be charged with anything. Nope. Nope. But he was definitely their hitman. And they read, like, a patriarchal blessing that... um that he, that was given to him by Chad or Chad said that he's been a warrior protecting his sister through all the different worlds and that that was his job on earth was to be a warrior and that he was going to stand with Jesus and that was the other thing they kept saying that Jesus was like personally proud of him and what he was doing to help For them killing two kids but one thing wow, I learned what's wrong with you Jesus so here's one thing I learned from Summer Shiflet, Lori's sister's testimony was that Alex had a brain injury when he was 16. Uh, and so he had kind of the mentality of a, of a teenager. And I honestly think that Lori and Chad took advantage of his vulnerability. I, I think that they, that makes him more culpable than uh-huh. anything. Because they used it to manipulate him. They manipulated a lot of people. Um, there are two phone calls that are worth listening to. If if anybody wants to go online and listen to it. There's a phone call between Lori and her son Colby. Where she says, he's like, how could you do this? How could you kill these innocent kids? And all, she keeps saying, well, you weren't there. You don't know. I know. So she's admitting that she was there, right? You weren't there. Yeah. It was self-defense. Yeah. Not really, but that's basically... And, by the way, with this Audrey Chiquita, she said that when she told Lori she didn't believe in the zombie stuff, Lori totally freaked out on her and threatened to chop her up and said that she wasn't in the right frame of mind at the time, but she could get there. But there will be a lot of blood, and that sucks. But she's watched people take their last breaths before, so she could watch her. Supposedly. Hmm, implicating herself unintentionally, yeah? Yeah. So here's the thing. I think this Audrey still believes Chad. And I just have this weird feeling that she's still in communication with Chad. Probably. And I don't know. I feel like she's trying to make Lori look more guilty than Chad with her statements there by saying that Lori was threatening her. And I don't know. It just is a weird maybe it's, theory. It's the woman's squabble. That's my man. Right. No, like, that's my man. I really, I don't know. As I was listening to the audio of her, I got a weird vibe. I just yeah. did. And then I was watching, um, another like a youtuber's commentary 
And she said the same thing. And I was like, maybe I'm not the only one thinking this because it was the only time that Lori was noticeably infuriated and like, <laughs> like going off on her lawyers was when this chick was saying that Lori threatened her. And the fact that she, she said that she threatened her in the same way she had literally just killed her daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the fact that Lori said to Colby in the phone call that you weren't there, you don't know. And to her sister, she said, you don't understand. One day you will. And her sister's like, how could you go to Hawaii and take pictures on the beach and get married when your children are in the ground like garbage? And she goes, it was months later. I had to get on with my life. Did you want me to be alone? That's what she said. Wow. So she's implicated herself in those phone calls totally <laughs> and completely. And I just feel like she and Chad were vinegar and baking soda. And they just exploded. Big vinegar I, and what's his name? Is it vinegar and water? Or something. Honey and vin I don't remember. Oh, Vic Vinity Vic Vinegar. And something funny. Anyways, no more sunny references yes. that we can't remember. Yes, I know. <laughs> anyway. But it's just really, really weird. Yeah. Um they're also they um said that they have Alex at Lori's apartment the day that Char that uh Sorry, that Tylee died the day, the night that JJ died. What's interesting, though, is that they only have Alex at Chad's property for 17 minutes. So that tells me that he just dropped off JJ's body and Chad was doing the grave. Because he's had practice before. Yep, he's a grave digger. Not a very good one either. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And that's why he went to write terrible novels. Yep. That Ugh. five people read. Yes, exactly. So, and then the other thing that came out was that Tammy's cause of death was asphyxiation by hand. That's oh, how they said that's, it. That's uh up close and personal there yeah and they Oof. have bruises on her body that are consistent with hands holding her down so just like jj man hands mm -hmm. chad hands chad hands <laughs> i think legend. two people did the job with i think one of i think one of them held her down while the other one smothered her because she didn't have the bruises around her neck so they didn't oh strangle her my guess is it was a pillow over her face or a bag or another yeah. bag. But what's weird is that, uh, uh, so Chad claims that he woke up at like 5 a.m. and that Tammy had rolled off the bed. And so he and Garth put her back on the bed. Who's Garth? Garth is his son. <laughs> I was like, who's Garth? Garth? Yeah. Where's Wayne? Right? Or Brooks. Garth Brooks. <laughs> so then um i thought it was really interesting because when he called the police at 5 45 they got the, or he called them at 6 a.m uh -huh. claimed he found her dead at 5 45 
They got there in 11 minutes and she already had lividity. Like she'd been dead for a while because lividity is when the blood pools. Ah. And when you when you're dead, you're no longer pumping blood, so it pools and then it doesn't budge. Yeah. So I think that there she'd been dead for hours and hours because it chat or let's see, Alex's phone pinged like down the street from Chad's residence at like eleven o'clock that night. So I think Alex definitely helped. I think Alex, because it was two miles down the road that he parked, mm-hmm. I think that he was picked up probably by Lori and taken down there and dropped off. And then she picked him up again. There are so yes. many things coming out. I don't, in my opinion, I think that they definitely have proven conspiracy to kill the kids and Tammy. I don't know that they've proven that she's she was a participant in the killings. Like Lori? Yeah, that Lori isn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like they... The, so, this next week, because the trial is still going on, they are having a D... Uh, sorry, FBI agent come in. He is reading text messages between... All parties involved. Well, he please read them in different voices. <laughs> <laughs> would that be so That's funny? That's what I would do. Yeah. Just so I'll read them. This is Lori. Hey, guys. Hi, my name's Lori. I'm Chad. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do feel like the, the defense is starting to point the finger at Chad. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows he did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone theorizes because, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Right. But really, let's be honest, everyone is probably on the same page yeah. that that fucker did it. Well, and then, so he took, he took Lori. <laughs> he can't even talk. <laughs> he took Lori to meet the neighbors that love Tammy. He took Lori to meet them seven days after Tammy died. Told them he was going to marry her and all this shit. And after Lori was arrested, went to those same neighbors and asked if they had put their house in a bond so he could bail freaking Lori out. And I'm like, why? Why would they help you? Why can't Jesus help him? Yeah. Jesus and him are bros. Right? If he was... Walking with him in the Old Testament and blah, blah, blah. Wow, Chad's really old. (laughs) Or the New Testament, but he... Either way, still old. One of my favorite things that the defense attorney said, though, and I do think that they're starting to lean towards blaming Chad, but um, he said, so Chad claimed to have been James the Less in the Bible, Methuselah, Moroni, a, a holy ghost like all these really can't important be all of these people at once so no he, he believes all of these things right on different probations as they call oh them. okay and so the defense attorney says but he never has so he's all these like really important people has he ever said he was like some loser in 1770s <laughs> i thought it was so funny because it's true he yeah. he happened to if he's real wouldn't he 
be honest with what he's been. You know? I feel I mean, that you can't always be the great thing, so you do exactly. have to be like a commoner. <laughs> uh huh. But no, not I him. Want some peasant named Brad. <laughs> right. Right. I, I like how you went with the man. For a life. That's the thing is, it's just so stupid that he like and people believed him. Charismatic. I was all I these amazing him. things. But look at you now. <laughs> yeah. He's such an idiot. And so, really, I think that Chad's for sure going to get it. They're not going to do his trial until, until next May or June. Which is insane to me. They have an extra year to plan. And they get to watch this trial hmm. of Lori. I think it's just so messed up. Because... Chad's lawyer is in court a couple of times a week. Of course, he's taking notes. He's yep. doing his homework. Oh, yeah. As a good lawyer should, but yeah. not for a shitty soul. I yeah. hope he's getting paid well. I know. Well, I know he Chad, Chad had to give him his house. Yeah. But it's a little shitty house. It's a shitty house where there were murder victims. Yeah. The value in that's nothing. Oh, my gosh. You can have my murder house. Yeah. Welcome to the murder house. It, especially because you know that's where they dismembered poor Tylee, you know? Someone, I was trying to tell my client about all this. And she's like, is it Ty Lee or is it Tylee? And I'm like, it's Tylee. And she's like, you say it like it's two names. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, never I don't. Ty Lee. Ty Lee. I would not have paid so much attention to that. I know. Just Google it and pretend like you know until you Google it. That's, That's what most people do. Right? But yeah. I know I'm, I might say it funny, but it's one word, Ty Lee. I say everything funny. You do, because mm -hmm. you're an idiot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Anyway, so those are the main, <laughs> the, the main updates there will be way more to come. Oh, they've started. <laughs> they've started reading the like steamy text. Oh yes. So, dude, one of his, oh, one of his texts to Lori was now. Now she's in Arizona and he's in Rexburg, Idaho. And Is she he in says, Arizona running a leather shop? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be out of business in a week's time. We haven't quoted that one for a while. No, we haven't. That's true. <laughs> so. Seriously, this creep writes a text to Lori and says, thank you for joining me in the shower this morning. That's a big shower. Yeah. <laughs> Not that but she's again, very big, but he's But if it's fella. from Arizona to Idaho. Is Utah the shower? <laughs> it might be the shower. The whole state of Utah is his shower. <laughs> Ew, we were in the shower with them. Oh. But he like thinks that she comes through portals, but really they're oh, just yeah, having right. phone sex. No, it's portals because it's portals. he's magic. Yeah, he is. Anywho, <laughs> so those are my main updates. Uh, I'm I'm sure that they're going to end up telling the messages of the steaminess because they have to show that they were having this illicit affair. And really the reason that they did everything was so that they could be together without, Oh, one of the text messages he read, basically they refer to Charles, JJ, Tylee and Tammy as their obstacles that they have to overcome. 
I thought they were zombies. Right? <laughs> what are they? Obstacles or zombies? Or are they zombicles? I think they're zombicles. Zombicles. <laughs> but it's just so sad. I, that is I sad. I can't believe. They're horrible. Just get a divorce, and if you don't want the children to deal with Give them to the dad who was taking care of them anyways. I know, instead like, of killing him. just leave them be instead of killing everyone, because you're not going to get your fucking money anyways. Yeah. So. It's pathetic. I hope they burn. I, I mean, honestly, they should burn. They should end up how their children were murdered. I know. But that's not, that's not moral and shit. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Was murdering their children. No, that wasn't like, moral. That's not moral either. So why are we giving them pity? I agree. I could understand if it's one where they might be innocent to not do it just in case. But yeah. they clearly did it. Oh, allegedly, absolutely. For legal purposes, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly they did it. In our personal opinions. They did they it. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> They totally did. But legally, we don't know yet. Yeah. We'll find out what the jury says yeah. in a couple of weeks. That's right. Well, my case... Yeah, I'm ready for the it. The jury has been... Okay. Do tell. It is said, it is done, and this terrible mom is rotting in prison. Where she should be. Yeah. All Excellent. right. Let's... I don't know if you're ready for this. I I'm not even into kids, and even I felt weird after oh, no. this episode. After this, oh no! Uh, all right. So, okay. uh, have you heard of the the terrible mom from Pleasant Grove named Megan Huntsman? I've only heard like vague. <laughs> so, for yeah. those of you who don't know, which I didn't even know about this case until I was looking at something else a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember when it happened. I don't even remember that. When they were cleaning out her garage. <laughs> yeah. So, this is about the terrible mom. Is it infanticide? I think infanticide, yeah. Yeah, however you say it. Basically, she kills babies. Like, brand new babies. Wow. A plethora of them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, here is the tragic tale of Megan Huntsman. One of the world's worst mothers ever. I'm ready for it. Also starring meth. Oh, that does happen. Yep. Leave it to meth. Yeah. So, we could, it's terrible, but we could almost make a drinking game. <laughs> and oh, a few no. of these scenarios that keep popping up over and over again. Oh, no. But we won't because... We're not that twisted. Yes. We're twisted. <laughs> We're twisted. not that twisted. Yeah. Twisted enough that it came <clears throat> across my mind, but... Yeah. <laughs> right. Didn't do it. <laughs> so, this wonderful woman was born in February of 1975. So that leaves her however old she is today. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> figure it out. I gave I, you the year you figured it out, yeah, people. Yeah. So, she was raised in, a, in the suburbs of Salt Lake. Utah, mm -hmm. um, to a middle-class, normal Mormon family. Normal. Normal. What's normal, anyway? Uh, I don't know. Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Mormon family. <laughs> so, she, they described her growing up as a 
your basic happy insane child. I added the same part, but there was nothing <laughs> mentally wrong that really? anyone knew. Which later on you're like, are you sure? Right. <laughs> but it'll make sense later. Um, but the one hang up that people did notice is that she's very shy and super private. Like, oh. like that girl was Fort Knox. She would not let you in at all or say anything about herself. Interesting. She had friends and stuff, so it's not like she was like such a hermit. No one saw her and she just came out for food and went back right. in. But, but she put on a facade. Not even that. She just had a few friends and was just, didn't let people in. Interesting. Okay. So, in high school, she became close with this one feller by the name of Darren West. Darren West? Darren West. Was Darren West a bad fella? Oh, he was. He was one of them bad boys that all the teenage women go for. Teenage women, that's right. Yep, teenage women. (laughs) (laughs) Women who are teenagers. Yes. (laughs) Teenage ladies. Teenage collectors. All like them bad boys, and he was definitely one of them. Yikes. And he was also a few years older than her, so you know, you got the age, and you got the, ooh, he's a bad boy. Oh, man. This is a perfect storm. (laughs) Absolutely. So, obviously, Megan fell for him, and then they started an intense relationship. Blah, blah. (laughs) Where they canoodled a lot. Oh, man. (laughs) Of course they did. (laughs) So, since he was, like, they were in... Like, since he was just, I'm not sure how old, but a few years older, um, they weren't in school at the same time. But by the time she graduated, he was out and already in college. Uh, he proposed to her, like, right away. Oh, really? <laughs> she probably got her, like, diploma, and then he's like, marry me. And she's like, okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's how it went, but that's how it It sounds her. like it. Yeah, it just, that's what yeah. we're going to go with. Yep. <laughs> She got her diploma and a ring at the same time. So bizarre. And everyone From was like, oh, so cute. High school? Yeah. So she that freshly graduated. so young. Yeah, 18. No. At that same time, this Fort Knox insanely private soul, Megan, had discovered she was with child. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> but they were married, yes? Not yet. Oh. So... So she kept this tiny secret, all right, because girls fart box. She won't tell us all. And, like, that's one prominent character trait throughout this entire story up until this very day. This chick, like, insanely private. She does not talk about anything about herself to people. (laughs) I'm like, weird. I thought I was Fort Knox about myself. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, good God. This makes me seem like a blabbermouth. Yeah. Compared to her, she kept it from everyone. Didn't tell Darren she was pregnant. What? So this girl went the full nine months without telling anyone. So maybe, I'm not sure exactly how soon, but she was, this girl was about ready to pop. Then she told Darren, hey, we're having a baby. Wow. Surprise. (laughs) No way. Yikes. So like, Right before she pops, she tells him, and um, then she then she gave birth at home alone. He was no one was home, and she'd given birth to the baby. Well, she was still living with her parents at the time. Um, had the baby, 
didn't tell anyone. And then her family came home and found out because, you know, there's a baby right there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so first birth at home for her. Oh, my gosh. All by herself. That's it. Crazy because that hurts my junk thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and how did she, like, get the placenta out and the cup of cr- Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> Yep, but... So they came home and figured out she had popped out a crotch goblin. So Oh my gosh, she just called it a crotch goblin. Yeah, I heard that from a certain someone. I was like, crotch goblin? That's hilarious. So I'm using it now if you're listening. Crotch that is goblin. Hilarious. <laughs> so now they're married and they have a little little baby lady. So a little girl. Uh, Darren's parents decided to let them live in a house that they own, so then they'd have a nice home. Yeah, with their kids because they're starting a life. They're married, and yeah, they got a little crotch goblin. Yep. <laughs> so then, you know, in true adult fashion, you must adult. So she got a job as a cleaner and a babysitter. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, this girl babysat a lot of the neighbor's children. <gasps> Yeah. No. Yeah, after you hear the story, you're like, what? Even, like, I was watching some interviews on the neighbors, and even, like, man, she watched our kids. <laughs> that is crazy. Yep. So, and then uh, he got a job in, con- Darren got a job in construction as well. So, you know, they're getting their life together. Yeah. At the sweet old age of 18. Oh my <laughs> and gosh, however old so he is, bizarre. he's, like, early 20s at this point. Um. So within a matter of seconds, just kidding, it wasn't seconds, but like as soon as possible, guess who got knocked up again? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Does she not use birth control? Clearly not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she's Mormon, so we can't say it's because she's Catholic. Yeah. So, uh, but Mormons also like to have a lot of babies. So yeah, that's true. I don't understand why. <laughs> Neither do I. So in true Megan fashion... She tells no one about her pregnancy. And this girl, the whole thing's brought up. She doesn't really show when she's pregnant and she dresses kind of in baggier clothes. So you, you can't really notice the difference. Really? Yeah. And even some of the interviews, which I'll loosely go over later, but like neighbors were like, we never saw her. Like there was a few that would notice her. She'd gain a little bit of weight, but uh-huh. then lose it. But never saw anything else. So they're like, just gaining weight. Losing it. Wow. (laughs) So this time, she didn't even tell Darren until after giving birth that they had another baby. She's just like, surprise! What? Crotch Goblin number two. I should stop saying Crotch Goblin because I feel that's disrespectful. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's funny but disrespectful. Okay, so she had baby number two. Oh my gosh. And he didn't even know until after she had it. <laughs> like he came home from work and there's another baby. <laughs> and there's just a baby here. What the um, hell? And she did it by herself again. What is happening? And home alone. She's, Kira, set, she's getting a pattern here. This is insane. <laughs> just wait, it gets worse. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now they have a one year old and a newborn. And they're both girls, um, you know, so they're just like, can you imagine his thought? He oh. just comes home and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is <laughs> absolute insanity. Does she prenatal? Like, I want to know that too. Does she take the prenatals and stuff by herself? Of course, then he would maybe notice. I don't know. 
it blows everyone's mind and all the things I've read and all the like things I've seen no one has picked up on this like there's hints here and there that maybe but maybe not but it's never like no one ever fully <laughs> like they just don't get it. why yeah yeah they never get she's pregnant like no one ever like truly notices Except for very few times. Can I ask a question? Yeah, and I feel I can ask this as an overweight person. Was she overweight? No. She's thin. Yeah. And she's hiding pregnancies. Yeah. Did they she never did dress have baggier, sex? She but clearly they had sex all the time. But, like, she must not have <laughs> sex for, like, nine DNA. months. It's all him. But, like, why does he not notice that her body is different? She might not show. Because... People don't show sometimes. I mean, I which had is a, a lot of people were speculating. I had two watermelons and a tumor the size of a basketball on me, and it was all in my back. So, yeah, so it could just be that. Um, later on, it makes sense why he also wouldn't know, but he was fine up until this point that I'm going to be coming up with now. So, um, when the little girls were about two and three years old, their parents started doing drugs. Oh. What kind of drugs, you ask? All right, let's all say the magical word together. Meth! meth. That's Always. Right. They became meth heads because it's Pleasant Grove. Is that a thing down there? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Meth is very prominent, at least back then, in the 90s and early 2000s. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yep. Yep. Um, and thanks to Darren, he was the one that mostly was supplying her with these drugs. Because he's a bad boy anyways. They just got into the harder drugs. She partied less. She partied, but she? it was less. And then he's just like, I don't know how it actually went about, but he's just like, hey, here's meth now. Let's do this. What a stupid asshole. So, yeah. So, meth became prominent in their lives and they became huge meth heads. So Spending hundreds of dollars a day to feed their what? Addictions. Yeah, are they working? <laughs> At this time, until right now, they eventually lost their jobs. Um, so Mister Fix and Darren decided he would start making meth so he could get money for the family what? and also supply their own drug habits. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, yep. And now, since they're in it so much and they're so addicted to meth, the children are starting to get neglected. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if he was cooking the meth at the house or what, because it never was condemned or anything. So, we had a meth lab in my neighborhood, and they were able to just, you, you have to take you have out to everything, all but the But it's also quarantined off and everything, yeah. too, when it's there. Their house never was. Really? So I don't know if I couldn't find it. So I don't know if he was cooking it there or what. Yeah. I would doubt it. Yeah. Since I didn't find anything about it being quarantined off to yeah. get it out. But yeah. That's true. So uh, let's see where we're at. So yeah, eventually they lost their jobs. He decided to make and sell the meth. Um, they started neglecting their children. And they became violent towards each other. Of course. Like, very aggressive and violent. At this point, I don't think it was quite, like, physical abuse yet. Right. And none to the children, just to each other. 
at least that we're aware of. Yeah. Um. So Megan decided, or not decided, but started to get a lot of the side effects you get from meth, like anxiety, depression, psychosis, paranoia, uh, impulsive behavior, and then she started to look like a weathered old woman. Oh, weird! And she was in her early 20s. I shot up. I saw pictures. Oh. Mm -mm. Yeah, she... I want to look her up. Her mugshot is ridiculous, too. And her mugshot is everywhere when you Google her. What's her last name again? Huntsman. Oh, duh. I should know that. Okay. Oh, my... I hate her. Thank God for meth! Yeah. I mean, look at that. That's so sad. Wow. So, there is talk and thoughts that eventually Darren might have started, like, physically abusing her. Because she was seen with bruises and black eyes Uh -uh. after a while. Which is common with meth as well. You know, brings out the wrong side of you. Right. So now it's 1996, and guess who's pregnant again? No. Yep. No, no, no. So, uh, just like the other two pregnancies, she kept it to her. She kept. She, she kept, kept it. Yeah, course, y'all. She did. <laughs> she sure did. She kept it to herself. She kept it secret. She kept it secret. Yes. <laughs> um, but now the only thing different is she's on meth. Oh shit! And lots of it. Um. And she did it the whole pregnancy. Yeah. Stony baloney out of her meth addict mind. And still no one knew she was with child. Oh my. This is insane. I know. Even the neighbors thought it was insane. The neighbors would start to notice that she has this pattern. But there was only speculation, look, yeah. and they only pay so much attention. Yeah. Like I said, some neighbors were like, we did notice her getting a little late, but then she'd lose it. And it's not like she had any more children, which we'll get into now, because yeah. we're starting to go to the downfall. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, even Darren had no idea until she told him, either right before or right after. I don't <laughs> believe it. I'll I'll kind of get into it later, and it'll kind of explain some of why he didn't realize at some point. But we'll get into that towards the end. So now, she's with child number three. Uh, Like the other two, she gave birth by herself at home alone. (laughs) Um, She went into the bathroom and went into the tub. uh, Gave birth, only this time she decided... Um, she didn't want to keep this one. So this is the first of many to come. Wow. So trigger warning, and we'll add another one at the beginning, but trigger warning, ding, ding, um, baby killing. Yeah. Brutal baby killing. Oh my gosh. Well, this one, I guess, isn't as bad as some people that kill their kids on meth. Like, it's not brutal, brutal, but it's not good. Just murder. Murder. It's brutal. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. There's your trigger warning. Gets terrible. Um, so yeah, she gave birth in the bathtub, decided that she didn't want it. So she put, um, both thumbs around the poor baby's neck 
and just squeezed until the baby wasn't breathing anymore. I know. This is why I'm covering it to not you. Oh my gosh. It gets, oh, it's just awful. It was awful for me to hear and read this and I don't, I'm not even into children. Oh my gosh, this is so gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then after the poor baby stopped breathing and was dead, um, she would get towels and like kind of like wrap the baby and then put the towels in trash bags. Oh my gosh. And electric, put electrical tape around it. Oh my gosh. And then put the bag in boxes and tape it up and stick it in the garage. Next to the holiday decorations. Oh my gosh. And then went back inside, cleaned up herself, cleaned up the bathroom, and went within life like nothing happened. How? I don't know how you could do that. How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't even, I'm like, I don't know I'm how you speechless. could. Yeah. I don't know how you could not even be taken back a little bit by this. But she's a very private person, so she's used to holding in everything, so maybe it was nothing for her to hold in. Plus, she's fucking messed out on her mind. I mean, that's true. So, you the know, drugs. that just fucks everything up anyways. Yeah. And but then when they're still, off drugs, they're like, what the hell was I thinking? Yep. Can you imagine what, she, what <laughs> no. she's thinking now? Oh. Wow. I... I I am speechless. I don't yeah. really even know what to say because it's, it's so disturbing. It is. Again, it could have been a worse murder, a more brutal one, but that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. So, like, the baby's just barely born. Just totally unfilling. Yep. So then, as quick as can be, the girl got pregnant again. Yeah. Shut up. Yep. Um. Again, oh no my- one knew. Um. She gave birth the same way again. No. She murdered the baby the same way again. No. Like, did everything the same. Hides it in a box, put it in the garage, cleaned up herself, cleaned up the bathroom, and started living life again. I can't. I I don't even know. This is, She's a freaking serial killer. Yeah. Um. Over the next 10 years, so up until she was 31, she continued that pattern of Getting pregnant, not telling anyone, having the baby. Why not just get on birth control? <laughs> right? Because she's on meth. You're not thinking. Holy cow. Um, yeah. And her husband's on meth too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he's just as much to blame. Like, how does he not know she's pregnant? Well, I'm going to get into okay. a little bit. It doesn't fully explain everything, but it can give you some insight to as to why mm-hmm. he did it. But this girl, like, like, if you don't show, people don't know. Yeah. Um. So, there, most of the killings were, she would do the thumb strangling bit, but there was one that I'll go over a little bit later that was done with a hair tie. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. It doesn't say why because she didn't say why because she keeps keeps everything to the chest. So they don't even when they like get her and interrogate her, she only says so much. Oh um, my gosh. So the only exception during this period of murdering her babies 
was um, she did have a stillbirth baby. Um, this was more towards the beginning of her murdering. And uh, so she gave birth to the stillborn. Then just put it in a box and put it in the garage like the rest of the babies. Holy shit. So she didn't murder that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, but she disposed of it in the scene. Um, so all but two of the births were done in an empty home. So oh two times... People were there. She, people were there when she gave went into labor. Oh, my gosh. So I have one example of what happened when she went into labor. So one of the times, I don't yeah. know the other time, but one of the times Darren herself... Darren's brother and his wife, mm -hmm. or sister-in-law, her sister-in-law, so his wife, were there um, just watching TV, and she excused herself because she wasn't feeling well, and she was just going to go take a bath, go rest, and yeah. whatever, you know, you do when you don't feel good. And she knew she was pregnant, yes? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, she went and gave birth in the bathtub and murdered the baby while they're in the house. Oh my gosh. So I was watching a YouTube thing of one of my favorite, not Bailey, but her name is Daniel Kirby. Okay. She's got an awesome accent, mm. but um, she covered this case and I got most of the information from her because hers was the most information. Like complete. Uh -huh. Yeah. Than the other ones that I saw and then went that along with what I read article wise and yeah. like news stuff. And uh, <laughs> she was like, I don't. No, she's never had a kid. She's like, I'm not really sure, but pregnancy or when you're giving birth, isn't it loud? Uh, yeah. Aren't and you I, like screaming in pain? Yeah. Clearly, she she couldn't. I wonder if she muffled it or if the TV was up loud. Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, that's a good point. And then, like, did she have the tub full of water so when she gave birth, the baby was still in water so it doesn't scream until it gets the air? I bet. Because if you're in the she's... placenta, yeah. you know, it's full of that fluid. And if the baby just comes out and it's in water, because, like, people yeah. who give birth in those cool bathtubs, it's full of water until it comes out. So I wonder if it's something like that. Interesting. By the time they find the baby's bodies, it's they're too far gone to see exactly how. Oh, my gosh. How and when each one died. Yeah. Much. So besides, like, strangulation. Right. So, but I'm kind of wondering if it was a bathtub thing, so then at least the baby wouldn't scream. Right. I bet. I bet you're right. So maybe it's something like that. I don't yep. know. She didn't really say. I think, I think you're spot on. But, um, I know a lot for not having babies. <laughs> I know, right? We listened. <laughs> yeah, so that's one example of one of the two times people were home when oh she gave birth. I well, mean, it's not like you can really plan when you're going into birth. Right. <laughs> so I think she just lucked out until those two times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so now I'm getting into the, the neighbors sometimes notice weight change a little, um, but they never saw any babies. No way. So, you know, it could be medical things. It could be her just diet, yo-yo dieting, lots of things. Yeah. Um, And you don't want to... Assume every woman going through fluctuating weight is pregnant. Good point. <laughs> so, you, you know, don't want to ask. They're not being assholes. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, Darren did question a few times. Oh. 
but she would either brush it off, like, you know, just, like, change the subject. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. There was, it was known that a few times he knew she was pregnant, but she said she miscarried. So some of them, she said she miscarried. Others, um, she just wouldn't answer him. So it's not like he was completely oblivious. Also, he was insanely loaded up on men yeah. at this point. Yeah. And he even said that. Uh, later on, they did an interview after, and he was like, I was so on meth, I wouldn't have noticed anyways. No so, way. So, I mean, that does explain him to a point. I, am I also don't just, feel he's very smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I think it was a yeah. combo. I agree with you. I mean, he could be smart, but dumb because he's on meth. Yeah. I don't know him. He, he's dumb. But, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's just dumb. So in the middle of this bullshit decade of her just killing kids. Yeah. There was one baby she did keep. What? So she had the first two. Yeah. And then she had um, killed a few, had the stillborn. And then somewhere in between, like, not like towards the end, but middle-ish. The baby she decided to keep it was two th- the year two thousand, um, so it was four years after the first murder. Oh my god, <laughs> she was pregnant yet again, you know, being her typical yeah. self. Oh yeah. Um, but this time, people did notice because she was actually showing for once for this pregnancy, and so people weird. knew that's the only reason this poor kid lived. That is so weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah. She had her kid the same way in the bathtub, but she didn't kill it because everyone knew she was pregnant at this point. Oh, my gosh. So. What number of child would this have been that she'd given birth to? So I'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It all just adds up on itself. Okay. So her other daughters were um or so this third one was six or seven years younger than the first two daughters. Mm. So they're all girls. Okay. Um but there's that big age gap because she was in the middle of murdering all the others. Yep. Yep. So she kept up this terrible cycle for a very long time. So in two thousand and six she had now murdered six of her babies but had at least seven Baby corpses boxed up, and the seventh is the stillbirth baby. Oh my gosh. So at least seven. At we, least. We say that we know of. That, that she knows of. What? So here's the, the thing. She had lost count of how many babies she had done this to. Because it kept happening, and she was so on meth. Like, no. just strung out of her mind. I'll get into it a little bit further in a little bit, too. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah. So, that's why. I just hit the mic again. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. She uh, lost count because it's just second nature to her anymore. So, it's like, oh, I'm just going to go in the bathroom. Pop that is psychotic. She's on meth. It makes her crazy. Meth makes people shitty. Yeah. It does. So, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron's side hustle of, you know, being a 
meth maker and drug dealer. Yeah. It caught up to him. Oh, did it? Yep. He got arrested. <laughs> of course he did. So get this. Okay. This is going to make you go, what the fuck? Okay. Because I like to give those cases where it's like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so the DEA caught wind of this and they finally got um, a warrant. They showed up, got warrants, and they searched the house. And they arrested him for making meth. meth and drug dealing. So he must have been making it at his house. <sighs> that or something. I still or in his trailer. Something. Yeah. But yeah, either way, they were looking for stuff. The whole time, Megan was panicking because are they going to find the babies in the boxes in the garage? Wow. <sighs> so the... The... Baby's dead bodies were never found. Like, in that search that the DEA did to find stuff to put against them. They, they didn't check the clearly boxes? Clearly they didn't do well. They did not. I, if they checked the garage, it was very, very light. Like, they, wow. they missed the boxes. <laughs> like, these mysterious boxes with electrical tape. Like, they didn't think that it could be drugs? Uh, Yep. I put great Idiots. searching DEA. Yeah. Um, Idiots. So he was sentenced to 12 years in okay. prison. So he's out of the picture now, serving his time, detoxing, you know, getting Hopefully. his shit together in prison. Mm -hmm. So now, because her drug supplier is in prison um, and she couldn't pop out any more babies, she was slowly weaning herself off the drugs because he was her main supplier. What about the lactating? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know baby stuff. I don't. They're messed out. Again, he said he was so messed out, he would have never noticed. That's true. So she could have said a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but she, the only vice she still had was being a drunk. But, you know, that's a little more tolerable than yeah. being a meth head. Not much. Because yeah. it's still just as bad. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so now that the house that they were living in that belonged to Darren's parents, um, she got worried, like, oh, shit, like, because he's in prison, am I getting yeah. kicked out? You know, what's going on? And they said that her and her daughters, because of her daughters, could stay there as long as she remained faithful to Darren while he's in prison. So what about 12 years. the drug thing? Did they say get off drugs? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea if they know or if anything was said to that. That's just what I know. 12 years he was in jail, though? 12 years. He's in yeah, prison. Sorry, prison. Okay. Because it's federal. Yeah. Um, in 2011, she's now 36 years old. Um, the first two daughters are 18 and 17, and then their youngest one's 11 years old. Okay. Uh, Megan began a new secret relationship with a fella by the name of Jimmy Brady. No way. Yeah, he lived in a trailer and everything. Oh, he's special. <laughs> I like so, that. So she kept this on the DL because she didn't want to lose their home. I mean, it would be hard to wait for someone that long. Oh, uh, yeah. That. I probably years? wouldn't wait. No, I wouldn't that's either. Too long. People change during then, like it's I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I don't blame her for that, but I would have broken it off. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so they kept that on the DL, but eventually Darren's parents found out. They kicked her out because she didn't keep to her words. 
they still wanted their grandchildren to live there because they're not going to kick out the grandchildren. So this is what they did. So Darren's sister um, moved in so she could keep an eye on the children, which is probably better for the kids anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and things were going well. Uh, Megan was fine with that. Megan visited them regularly. Um, for about two years, this happened. Until. Oh, no. <laughs> she gets pregnant again. Only this time it's with Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> go on. Yep. So, she told Jimmy right away. So, this, she's kind of breaking her habit this time. Okay. She told him right away. So, he knew. But then she miscarried. And with this YouTuber that I was talking about, Danielle. Mm-hmm. I kind of have to agree with her on this. Okay. And uh, there's a few others that also are like, hmm. But uh, there was no evidence of this miscarriage at all. So did she Did she continue with his baby? But it sounded like she did want to have a baby with him and everything. But who knows? She could have miscarried and just got rid of the evidence still. We don't know. Nobody she wants knows the attention. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. So, there's that. So, now it's 2014. And yeah. Darren is released from prison. Yay! He Wait. served eight no. of the 12 years. Okay. Probably because of good behavior and he cleaned himself up. Because he really wanted, like, when he got out, he wanted to change and better, have a better life with his girls and... They meant everything to him. So. That's good. So I think that was, you know, a good thing. Mm-hmm. So since it's the time of change in his life, he decided to go through things and clean up the house and just start everything fresh. Yeah. For him and his girls, a new chapter in the life and whatnot. So he's cleaning. He gets to the garage. No. And is going, sorting through boxes, throwing shit away, you know, making room. And then he gets to those boxes. No. So. So this I, is her new husband. Yes. No. This her is boyfriend. Darren. Oh, this is husband. Husband. Okay, that's right. He got out of jail. Out okay. Of jail, and he's like cleaning up the house, yes. going through the garage. So she's living with Jimmy currently. Okay. Her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So this, we're back at the house with the children. Okay. Darren's house. Okay. So, um, he gets to those boxes. So there's two different sources that kind of say a few different things, but some, so I'll tell you one version and then the other one. So, um, (laughs) so he gets to those boxes and many of those boxes have electrical tape on them. Oh my gosh. And he was like, what? Like, you know, like, like why would this be like that? Exactly. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, so he opened it. So some sources say that there was like a chemical smell when he opened it. Oh, interesting. Um, and then some, and that also was said that some of them said Megan stuff on the boxes. So I'm not sure exactly what. So those are two different things. Interesting. Do with what you will world with that. But, um, (laughs) <laughs> so he opened it and found the remains of a tiny baby oh my gosh yeah 
And I don't know, because the baby was wrapped up and stuff, I don't know if he just kept opening and then was like, whoa, shit, you know? Like, what am I looking at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then he, horrified, but he immediately called the police. Yeah, that's and, good. And then he called Megan to confront her and be oh like, my... what the fuck? Yeah. What did she say? <laughs> um. So, what she said was... um. <laughs> so so she started to freak out yeah because it was all finally catching up to her yeah so she gives some bullshit story well it's not necessarily bullshit but she gave the story about the stillborn and she f- didn't know what to do and so she was worried so she just got rid of the baby at that point he only opened one box he did not open all but one box was enough oh, you don't want to look okay. um and then after she said she didn't know what to do so she put it in a box, put it in the garage. Um, He's like, he told her that the police were on their way. <gasps> and <laughs> she has a super breakdown because, you know, oh, yeah. shit's getting real. Then um, she asks her boyfriend, Jimmy, if she can use his gun because yeah. she wants to end it all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course he doesn't give it to her. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, the police are going through the boxes in the garage, and there's just, like, on um, news clips and stuff, there is just shit all over the yeah. yard from them just going through all the boxes to see if they can find any more babies. Yeah. Bodies, which they did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, the neighbors are, like, cute being curious cats, you know, and just watching, and then you have the news people yeah. as well. So, then after they get all of that, the police then go to Jimmy's trailer to arrest Megan. Uh-oh. And Jimmy wasn't there at the time. He was apparently at his mom's funeral. So, no. So, there's like a, a lot there. But I'm not sure exactly when and what, how that worked out, like time-wise. Yeah. But either way, he when he came back later, he was, came back from his mom's funeral. So, oh, my gosh. So they took Megan in for an interview, told her that they found seven babies. Um, oh, my gosh. One of them was the stillborn. Yeah. But, but the she's other a serial six killer. died under suspicious circumstances. Oh, my gosh. So at this point, she realized it was pointless, so she just confessed. <laughs> she told wow. them that over ten years, she gave birth to numerous babies. Couldn't give an exact number because she forgot how many babies she did this to. Um, but she'd give birth to them and then murder them. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, she also didn't have any more details as to much of anything because she couldn't remember. But she was convinced there should be eight or nine bodies. What? But wasn't sure because, you know, meth. <laughs> She didn't say that meth part, but I did. Yes. But she couldn't remember, which could be because of the meth. Could be because she blocked it out. Oh could my be gosh. a mixture of both. We don't really know. She just said she couldn't remember, but she's thinking it's at least eight or nine babies. What did she do to the other ones? Wow. Or was she imagining the other ones? Like, makes you think, like, or did they miss something? Yeah. Like... Where are those other little bodies? Uh-huh. That is so alarming. So the police 
um, found that the six. So of the six that they found, um, minus the stepbirth one, um, those six were suffocated. Uh, but one of them had a hair tie around the neck, so at least oh one of them gosh. got the hair tie strangulation. Oh my gosh, how? I'm not sure, and I don't know if it's... I was trying to figure it out. It's really morbid, but was it like a thin hair tie, or was it like a scrunchie? Yeah. Because these are small babies. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they're small if no one sees them, so they're not big babies at all. Yeah. How would she even get that on And her? meth babies usually or are him. a lot smaller anyways. Yeah. So... Probably maybe like a thicker hair tie and so just... disturbing. Yeah, I I didn't really want to think too much in because mm -hmm. the curious cat in me yeah. was like trying to figure out kind of like like how, how would and you what. even do that? Yeah, but then I started getting all disturbed and I was like, yeah, I don't want to know that much. I don't think anyone else needs to know. I know because that's awful and just such a twisted, sick mind. Yeah, yeah, and that's. Thanks to meth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wonder if eventually she still would do it, but the meth was just like a, a kickoff point. Because oh, yeah. that's when she started doing it was after the meth. That is so... It's that, not excusable, No, though. and it just goes to show you how twisted people yeah. get when they're... You, you lose all sense of right and wrong mm -hmm. when you're on that kind of meth or drugs not to mention the paranoia that kicks in yeah and like just the insanity of it oh yeah <laughs> so it's so sad how it many is. people get sucked into it too yeah. and it's not like it's a surprise the effects of meth all the effects of meth are out there now so it's not like a new drug where people didn't know yeah People know. Yet people still do meth. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, there are so many things that I'm like, what is wrong with the world? What are they thinking? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> they were trying to, like, get out of her, like, why did you do this? Mm -hmm. You know, anything they could. But because she keeps things so close to the chest... She'd be a good police officer right. or detective not telling anyone, like, the cases and stuff. Because yeah. they like to keep stuff close to the chest. Right. Like, that's the only reason why I said that. Uh-huh. She'd suck at everything else. Yeah. Because, you know, meth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, the only reason that she gave as to why she did this was that she didn't want them to have a bad life because, you know, she was on meth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, there's so many other options. Uh, birth control, maybe. Birth control, number one. Yeah. You can give them up for adoption. In Utah, mm -hmm. there is a law. It is called the um, Safe Haven Law. Uh-huh. That anyone, without question, can just go to a hospital and drop off the baby no questions asked. You don't have to give names. You'll just drop it off anonymously. Yeah. You don't have to say who you are. You don't have to say anything. You wow. can just drop off a baby. And then the baby is in the hospital's um, protection. And they get immediately adopted out. Wow. So there's that option. So you don't have to murder your baby. No. You don't have to abandon them anywhere. Take them. If you're in Utah, at least. Take them to a hospital and just do that. Yeah, That way they have a chance. Yeah. 
I mean, not that foster care and stuff is the best it's either. It's not a flawless plan, but, but it's better than it's death. better than killing them. Exactly. I, I cannot understand so, how, as a human being, how you can claim to have a soul and murder a infant. I mean, she's on meth, so she had no soul. <laughs> Very true. But, I mean, you could drop the kids off to the grandparents, because... Yep. There was, I think it was on one of the other ones I saw, grandparents, I can't, I can't remember if it was Darren's parents or hers, but either way, like, they'd see the kids, Mm -hmm. it was like, if we would have known, oh no, sorry, that was a whole other one I was watching, I was watching a lot of baby murders Mm -hmm. today, I went down a rabbit (laughs) hole and I wish I didn't. Right. So discredit that last part that I had said. That was another horrible case. Yeah. I don't think I even want to talk about that one. That was Mm. awful. Anyways. Yeah. So that's the reason that she gave. Um, Wow. (laughs) And yeah. And so there's options she could have done. She could have had grandparents, anyone watch the kids. Or if she's like, I just don't want to deal with these kids anymore. Do that. I mean, it's the same thing with Lori Vallow. Exactly. She, her family members would have taken those two kids in a heartbeat. She did not have to kill them. But if she... She wouldn't get the money. She wouldn't get the money. And that's what she killed for. Absolutely. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, of course. <laughs> Until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. It's allegedly. Exactly. So, so um, but yeah. So there are options, and she chose the one really terrible option. Yes. Um, so she was charged with six, six counts of murder. Wow. Which makes it um, so she could be faced with a death penalty. But she, originally she wanted to fight it, so the death penalty is like, fine, you could be charged with a death penalty since you're trying to fight oh, it. Oh, yeah. She didn't want to do that, so she changed her mind. Of course. And she pled guilty. So, so what? So the death penalty was spared because okay. she pled guilty. Because apparently you table. only, yep. So apparently you only get the death penalty if you um, don't plead guilty. Yeah. <laughs> At least in this case. <laughs> that is very bizarre. Uh, yeah. Um. So the judge gave her the max sentence of 30 years to life. Whoa. She probably will just be stuck in there because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I think so. Uh-huh. Wow. I, could you imagine being that third child because you were born in the middle. Oh, my gosh. Of all the murders and being like, I was only saved because people knew that I was pregnant. Yes. That I, I was the one that showed. Well, like, what? Why did she keep the first two and then suddenly well, decide that. that no more? Like meth. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, they started that's the when meth. meth came in yep. to play because other ones she had it. She just didn't tell anyone. And I don't know. A lot of it too, I don't know, because you know, postpartum shit. Yeah. I uh, I wonder if that started to kick in after the first one. And with no and then, treatment. Yeah, so I don't know if that's it, but that's one of the theories I thought of. It was like, maybe it started out as possible postpartum. Yeah. And then the meth exacerbated that. I feel like you're onto something. Maybe, I don't know, because she doesn't really talk about it, so they don't, they didn't really say. So she's never confessed or said why or 
anything. The only reason she said bye was that she didn't. But want it wasn't them to... the real reason. Yeah, she she just doesn't talk. She is such a private person. She doesn't talk. And I thought I had a hard time letting yeah. people in. Whoa, she's like expert level. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wonder what her family's like. Her family, it, from what I've heard, they're just like your typical Mormon family. But wow. the thing is, with a lot of Mormon families, there's a lot of stuff in the closets. Yeah. Which, as I was watching that, I was like, I wonder what really happened in that household to make her as shut in as mm -hmm. she is. Closed off. Yeah. There's Under. so many things. Knowing a lot of Mormon families, there's not all bad ones. No, like, not, not at, at all. all. But a lot of them, there's like some hardcore secrets that no one ta talks about here. I feel like that I know... Um, some Catholic families that are the same. Absolutely. I, I don't know if it's I think why it's just that being is. Like being more religious. And that guilt factor and the... Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, because also human nature, you know, you do certain things, but religious... But religion teaches you to act, counteract what it is to just mm -hmm. you know your human nature because yeah. they're like no 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 you need to act this way to an extreme so i wonder if it's the battling of the two and you go yeah. if you're more extreme religious when you go off kilter it's in an extreme fashion it, it's not so true it's not like microscopic or yeah. just a little no or, when you go off kilter when you're in when an insanely religious thing it is way in left court yeah. like you go hard that's interesting that is very true so kind of just you know growing up in utah with all mm -hmm. the insanely like super strict mormons the oh, Mali yeah. mormons and seeing families and shit that they don't like to talk about it but eventually their shit gets leaked out right it makes me wonder, and again, it could. This is theory. Her family could be just fine, but why is she the way she is? Is it just her? She's just an insanely introverted person. Oh, right. That is just shy and like um, low self esteem. Yeah. Like, what is it? Or did something happen? Like little things happen that added up, and then the meth was the icing on the cake. That's that what just I think. I'd like was the powder keg explosion. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, was probably a lot of things that brought her to a breaking point. Yeah, and I I don't want to just blame it on meth. No, because it's... that seems like a lot of things were just you know just meth would. He definitely fucked yeah. things up. But. And I know that her husband brought it to her, but like, if you weren't in a state of unwell, right, or like wanting to escape or something, you wouldn't take it. I I wouldn't think. I wouldn't even then. I wouldn't take meth, but I'm Hell smart. No. Yeah. See, and <laughs> I don't I care think, how much I hate my life. I'm not but taking meth. Also, I think that there are a lot of people out there that think that they're the ones that aren't going to get addicted or they're yep. the ones that aren't going to have a problem. The hubris. That it's just recreational. Mm -hmm. And 
No hardcore drug is recreational. No. Yeah, you have functioning addicts that yeah. can function just fine on it, but the second they don't have it, they lose their mind. Well, but they got to that point. I know someone that they drug out, they crash, they withdraw, then they end up just starting up on it again. It's just this constant cycle yeah. of up and down, up and down. Yeah, it's and I... I can't say personally, so we're just going off of what we think. Yeah. So if any of you are, please let us know more so we can understand more. Yeah. Because we're only going off of what we know and have seen. Yeah, absolutely. But we would like to know more, like, firsthand from someone that is going through it. Yeah, I agree. So then we can educate ourselves and possibly others for future stories. I agree it's just addiction is a tough thing it is a tough thing it's horrible for the poor person going through it Mm -hmm. so it's not like we're ragging on people addicted to drugs you know because i look at i people that i know that have lost their children like Mm -hmm. all their rights to their children and they've gotten clean recently and she's trying really hard which is good to you know, rekindle that relationship with her kids. But I mean, she neglected them Mm -hmm. years ago, five years ago. And they're just, they want nothing to do with her. And so she's still, I think it's pretty great. She's still trying, Yeah, but it was 100% what she did that caused Mm -hmm. this rift in their relationship. And, she doesn't like to admit that or take ownership of that. And so she you just kinda blames need it. to. Yeah. She blames it on her ex because, you know, but he wasn't doing drugs until she came along. So ah. I think that they're both to blame for becoming terrible human beings. Yep. And you can't expect your children to just, come back willy-nilly oh no there's a lot of like scarring there oh yeah emotional scars (laughs) yep 100 percent. those don't go away no away they never go away so that bitch i'm glad she's rotting in in prison yeah can we talk about her mugshot yes (laughs) let's find it shall we (laughs) she she looks like she's got a fart no I'm so her eyes are buggy. Her um, eyebrows are furrowed. And she's got like weird pouty meth lips. And her it does bottom look like she's kinda... like, I've got to hold back. Right? Talk. It's like one of those really powerful farts that hurt. <laughs> and she's just tormented yes. by holding it in. She's so alarmed. I know. She's so. Yeah. That, that's the one. I wonder if they take multiples and they're like, what's the worst one? She's like, it's the face she... Yeah, it's the face she's making. She just keeps... She looks very Mormon otherwise, like just Mormon bread, you can tell. But she's the meth Mormon. There are a lot of those out there, too. Yes. From that area. And Magna. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. I just... Yeah. Cannot believe her. Like... Look at that. She doesn't look like she would be, like, 40-ish now. Yeah. She looks way older. Her, I mean, because of the meth, she started getting all the excess wrinkles. 
Yeah. Losing her teeth, her hair is thinning, you know, like what happens when you're old. <laughs> and she right. was, that started in her early 20s. That's so sad. Her hair is like way long now. It is very long. She probably doesn't have a whole lot of access to the meth in prison. Yeah. At least that we are aware of. Right. She probably looked way worse. That is very true. I can't believe this. Wow, six infants. Infants. It's just so disgusting. Mm-hmm. I... I just can't. You know, it just bugs me, like... Why are women like that able to have children and women like me who would be a really great mother? I cannot. It just is so baffling That's to me. That's what Magical Mel said when I was telling her about yeah. this story. She said the exact same thing because she can't have kids either. Yeah. Like personally have kids. But... Yeah. Like why? Why is that? <laughs> if I just yes. can't. And then if you're going to have the kids instead of killing them, put them up for adoption. Exactly. I mean, I know she was messed out, so she couldn't think, like, oh, you know. Right. Let me just... I didn't even know about the safe haven law. But but he, it's, like, still, like, at least put it on a doorstep somewhere. Yeah. You can also drop them off at the fire station. Yes, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I just there's think, so many things you can do. I honestly just think that it's a, a mix of meth narcissism and just beyond pure unreasonable selfishness the, the thing is though she she doesn't say anything we don't even know if she's really narcissistic or not though i would guess she is if she's <laughs> killing her babies she it's almost there's like something. she's on autopilot she yeah she just that's all she knows so she's in a repetitive loop of drug that's just so disturbing and sad yeah her poor littles that are alive like oh my gosh there was one i saw where they actually named the three daughters that are oh made really? it. and i was like why would you do that like don't bring them into yeah. it because people are gonna google them and yeah oh, especially that third one. <laughs> oh yeah who only survived because she showed in that pregnancy yep like, yep, that's exactly. Just, mm, so much nope. Oh, so that's terrible. I'm just glad she's rotting in prison, and hopefully Lori Vella will also be rotting in prison. Hey, maybe they could braid each other's hair. Yeah, although they have to both be in Utah. Prison. Yeah, or Which, Lori will not be. No, she will be up in uh Idaho, Idaho, Utaho, Lori Idaho. Yep. So, on a lighter note, <laughs> hey, uh, anti-pants. Yo, birthday slut. Hey, what uh, would your uh, playlist be? <laughs> so, we had a fun quinky dink as yeah. we were coming up with our playlist for today. Yes, we did. Uh, as I was writing down this first song, Marcy yeah. said aloud <laughs> this song. Pink family portrait yep so that's my first one I don't awesome. know what that that's one also for. my first so one our number onesies for both are pink family portrait yes indeed so now i'm curious to see what other ones if you have any more that i match know mine. i only got like thought of 
two others. But I got six. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I have a playlist of five, but from that list. Of- oh, okay. Cool. So number two, mm-hmm. um, Christina Aguilera, Oh Mother. Oh, Mother. Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> that is a good song, by the way. I didn't listen to it. It's a like, good oh. one. I've heard it before. Uh, Papa Roach, Broken Home. Ah, yep. <laughs> and then we went down a buck cherry rabbit hole. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> a child called it. Oh shit! Melanie Martinez, Dollhouse. Ooh. And then my number six I added is Nightwish, Eva. Nice. Yep. I totally know that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, mine, other than Pink Family Portrait, I have Eminem Mockingbird. <laughs> Because the mother is off doing drugs. Uh-huh. Um, Sia alive because it's like surviving yeah. drug addiction. Do you know that she was a drug addict? And I don't came... know anything about her besides she... There was some speculations on things. I can't remember, but I watched a deep dive on her. So, I'm yeah. deep diving lately. <laughs> she, she did have a drug addiction and... So there's a couple of songs about it, but Alive is one of them for recovery. That's cool. And then four, Destiny's Child. Of course. Story of Beauty, which I've, I've said before, but <laughs> it's, it goes well with this. Uh-huh. And, and then Shocker, Beyonce. <laughs> and I've done this one before too, but it goes <laughs> pretty hurts because Lori was in a beauty pageant. That's true. And that they kind of show a beauty pageant in the music video for that one. But yeah. And today my cult family gave me a, I am Beyonce always pillowcase. <laughs> I'm very excited about. If Thank I you. I found it in a shirt, that oh, would have been great. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you over I- there. So who's uh, our silvery foxy do? So we're going a musician route. Yeah, we are. Um, we're going up to the Seattle area. With uh, boom chicka, boom chicka. That's supposed to be drums. <laughs> okay, I was like, <laughs> is this a porno? <laughs> Phenomena. What's do, going do, 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 Now do. we're in Sesame yep. Street? <laughs> hey, do, that do, was do. a porn song. From a French really? porn flick. En Français. En Français. <laughs> and we're going with Foo Fighters Dave Grohl. Yeah, today. we are. Woo! Dave Grohl. That man, he has like gone and guest uh, played on tons. Oh, yeah. And tons of albums. Uh, he's just great. And he looks beautiful the older he gets. Yeah. I'm more attracted to him than I know. back I feel... in the Nirvana days. Yeah. I like the... I love a goatee on him. Mm, especially where it's salt and peppery yes. now. Oh. Yeah. It is <laughs> Old very... Old man gasm over here. <laughs> Somebody's got a woody for him. Ah, uh, yeah. That's why I, I uh, nominated him. Oh, yes. I mean that. And his penis. Yeah. You grew one. Also, I grew... I have something? Yeah. What? When, when you got a boner happen? for him. Lady boner. Yes. He's also, him and the rest of the Foo Fighters, before the drummer passed, um, were in a 
horror movie and it's really funny and cheesy. I think it's called Studio 666. What? It is cheesy funny. Yeah. You know, right up my kind of horror alley. I love it. It was great. Dave Grohl. He's 54, by the way. 54? And married. So he he's off the market, ladies. Oh, dang it. That's okay. He's still, still the apple of my eye. The cream in your coffee. The soup in your kitchen. Okay, so I googled him. Yes. And uh, one of the questions that popped up was, how long has Dave Grohl been deaf? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he revealed he has a noise-induced hearing loss. Um, and he has had to read lips for, like, the last 20 years, apparently he said. Prior to playing guitar for the Foo Fighters, Grohl played drums for Nirvana. Yeah. So, there you go. If y'all didn't know, Dave Grohl's kind of deaf from loud music. I had no idea. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm going deaf, too. It's hereditary, and I listen to loud music. Fair enough. (laughs) I listen to loud music loudly. (laughs) Interesting. It's as if it's a loud... Loud music what? from Loud Town. I gotta, I gotta put my glasses what? on to read your What's lips. That? <laughs> Why hey, are we picking you on take? our silver fox? Love yeah. you, Dave Grohl. He's a hottie body boomalati. You're hilarious. Yes, he is hilarious, and he like is a good sport about doing things. Mm-hmm. He's very good at life. He sure is. And singies. He is. Does he? Why can't a rock star want to date me? I am not sure. I feel like we would make great rocks. Well, you would. A rock star girlfriend. I'd Thanks. make a good Beyonce's <laughs> a good assistant. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I could be a backup singer. You could, but not assistant. <laughs> yes. So true. You would overpower an assistant type personality. That's true. I know. I could see it happening. I, I would. I would take I over. There would be no way. And then Beyonce would be like, no. Uh, uh, uh. Have you watched the series Swarm yet? No. What? What's it about? So, um, <laughs> they based it off of, uh, loosely off of a super Beyonce fan. Oh. So it's called Swarm. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's about a Beyonce fan. It's loosely based off of it, and they call her, um, instead of Beyonce, I think she's Nausea. Okay. But it's a crazy fan, and she kills people that (gasps) don't like Nausea. So, or Nadia, whatever her name is. But, it's basically, the whole time you're like, that's fucking Beyonce. Holy shit. I thought of you the whole time I watched people, a super fan murdering people. I know. Because they talk shit on her. I'm a super fan and I murder people. (laughs) I'm going to be murdered because Beyonce is okay, but not for me. That's what my fella says too. And I almost pushed him out of a moving car. So watch yourself. I can't. I'm blind. It was really funny though, because I was like, get out of my car. And he was driving (laughs) and he's like, what if I really opened up the door? And I'm like, yeah, I'd say you forgot to undo your seatbelt if you're going to jump. What if he pushed you out because you were a Beyonce fan? Hey, nobody does that. No one. He could have swarmed your butt. 
instead of you swarming him. That's sexy. <laughs> I like it. Swarm. <laughs> That's what a bee sounds like. <laughs> it tickles my lips. <laughs> Don't you like my bee sound? It, <laughs> That's way better than mine. <laughs> My, my lips just are too ticklish. <laughs> There's mine. Oh, it tickles my lips. I'm well, why don't you take your lips to Tickle Town? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. You heard. You heard. Hey, certain fella. Tickle my lips. Yeah. That certain fella. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Or, or Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. <laughs> Tweet us. Uh, go to 801 Horror Zero Cult, C-C-U-L-T. Um, or you can also email us, which would be killer, mm-hmm. at 801 Horror Cult Vix at Gmail. So 801 H O R R O R C U L T V I X at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes. It, it will, will be, be a real thing. weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes. your tale. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. We'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes. Artistic uh, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us. Subscribe. And rate us a we, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want, like, two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. We'll get there. It's... Marcy will show you her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti pentadines. All right. I interrupted our Marcy and Kira thing for this Kira thing. So what do we have for this next episode? Now that we're finished talking about really terrible moms, um, we're going to lighten up the mood a little and build into the world of the Lost Rose Gold Mine. Can you find your fortune, maybe? <laughs>